Hey, Geektropolis, Adriana here, and I'm here with... Uh, Phil, and we have our special geek guest this week. Amazon Princess Wonder Woman. Woohoo! Hey. And I think you can guess what topic we're going to dive into, but... We are going to be talking about everything that is Wonder Woman. And who better to talk about it than Wonder Woman herself? We've got Amazon Princess Diana. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, let's see. I um, dress as Wonder Woman. I have been doing it since uh, June 14, 2014. And I primarily um, dress as Wonder Woman to give back to the community in involving myself in some charity work. And... Um, what else can I say? I love being Wonder Woman, and she's awesome. She's amazing. And, she's all uh, of those things. And and you, been, you've got a, like a specific charity uh, organization that you align yourself with. I, I am uh, involved in a group called the Comma Corps of Canada. I'm one of the co-founding members, along with uh, some other superheroes. And uh, primarily, what we do is we actually visit kids in the hospital in the GTA area and delivered donated comic books to them in person as superheroes. That is so cool. So you're like a real world Justice League bringing happiness and smiles and all good things to people around you. That's amazing. Thank you. Okay. That's so so awesome. Right? It's so awesome. Um, I love when people are everyday superheroes and you actually are one. That's amazing. And you actually have a cape. You have a cape, right? I do have a cape. Um, this is amazing. Um, okay. So then the obvious question I'm going to start it off is, um, how do you feel about Wonder Woman today? Like the, the, the two thousands, like, sure. We can go back to golden age, silver age and like classic comment, uh, comics and, uh, Linda Carter. But today we have a pretty iconic Wonder Woman. And I want to know, do you like her? Do you like Gal Gadot? I adore her. Ooh, high praise. And why? Uh, I think she's amazing. I think she fits the character of Wonder Woman perfectly. She's very um, genuinely humble and um, very loving and compassionate in real life. But uh, I think she embodies the true character of Wonder Woman and who she stands for. And what does, and woman, what does Wonder Woman stand for? Uh, love, peace. She's very compassionate. She likes to uh, help others. But she also is all about equality and she stands for what she believes in. And I think uh, she embodies that in the movie. And uh, it comes across as, you know, being <clears throat> genuinely the Wonder Woman. And, but she's also a badass, too. She's like she's <laughs> strong and powerful, but she's also got the loving side to her as well. This is true. And I have to say, uh, Wonder Woman, her standalone film, uh, is absolutely amazing i i actually really really enjoyed it um what i really enjoyed uh was actually the the woman behind the scenes like the fact that we have patty jenkins directing uh we have gal gadot leading this film and as well like this whole cast of amazons that i don't think we spent enough time in the mascara and how many times this this can be a drinking game everyone how many times can andrew say the mascara because it's a great word the mascara um, that we didn't have enough time with these ladies and that if Wonder Woman is this wonderful icon of peace, uh, peace and love and, and uh, badassery, I just saw like a gaggle of these ladies and it blew my mind. How did you find 
your experience when you were when you were experiencing the mascara? First of all, I thought the island was beautiful. How they portrayed it, it was uh, it was nice to see it on the big screen and get the full picture of what it would be like. And uh, when all those Amazons came out and attacked on the beach, mm. and they they just it was epic. That's the only word I can describe it. It was amazing to watch it. I think I um, held my breath <laughs> as they all came out at once, but uh, it was amazing to see them and and fighting and how strong a woman can actually be. And all the Amazons, I mean, they were every size, every color, and they just uh, they just uniformed as one. And it was just it, it was just amazing to see. I am not going to lie, I cried, and I didn't think I was going to cry because like. I think the movie experience, you go and there's like a heart wrenching scene and, um, and it's, you know, it's like lovers dying or, you know, the stress of the climax and stuff. But I cried during the fight scene because it was just so overwhelmingly badass women awesome that I just couldn't process it. So I just like ugly cried in the theater. <laughs> I don't know about you. Like, did, did you have like a visceral response to women being badass? I think I got it throughout the movie. I had a couple of emotional spots. I think one of them, the first one that I experienced was during, you know, the general when she dies. Um, I think that really hit home at that point. And then uh, there was a couple other um, sections in the movie where I got really emotional just because it hit home and being Wonder Woman and being out there and seeing things and experiencing, you know, different uh, moments with people that you meet and encounter when they see you as Wonder Woman, it, it put it all into different perspective as to, wow, she truly is this magnificent person. But um, there was a couple spots, I'd have to admit, that I did cry through the movie. And I, mean, I didn't expect to. Yeah. <laughs> well, what were the things that, that made you that made you cry? Um, just the the whole emotion of who she was and how she, when she starts to realize what she's capable of mm. as a superhero and you know, she, how people are like, they're, they're not all that great and people are human. And I guess she's always looking for the good in people, but even though they're evil and they're bad people out there in the world, she's so forgiving and she, uh, you know, coming to terms with who she is and not using, you know, always violence to, um, to, you know, work things out and using compassion and caring for people who don't know well. And it was just a lot of that just built up through the whole movie. Yeah. And I just, I, I think a lot of that, I just got really emotional watching it because it's mm. like, wow, this character that you've been dying to watch on the big screen. And it was just, you know, all the stories that you read when you're a child and the superhero that you think she is. Yes, she's powerful. She's strong, but you don't realize how powerful and strong she really is. And even she didn't know that in the movie. And when she does and realizes it, it's just like, oh, you know, my mind was just mind blown and just how they portrayed her. It was just amazing. So you really went on that journey with Gal Gadot then? I kind of did. Um, I think she, I mean, I've always been a Wonder Woman fan since Linda Carter days, but it was just, this is all, you know, a whole new level. And I've always been drawn to the whole story of her growing up, you know, from Paradise Island and Themyscira and all the Amazons. And it was just, I was just really thrilled to see that on the big screen. I think that's what did it for me. And it, it made it even more emotional to see that. Yeah. And now we're totally putting a spoiler alert at the, at the beginning of this, right, Phil? 
Yeah, I'll, I'll drop one in. I'll drop one in. Because obvi, I cried when Robin Wright as Antiope dies. Oh, my Lord. The tears, not just because it was a beautiful scene and there's badass ladies, but I was actually crying for the fact that we miss out on more storyline because I felt like Robin also brought her A-game to meet just how important it was to bring Wonder Woman to the screen. Like that the supporting cast around Wonder Woman, around Gal Gadot, was also freaking stellar. They were. I think she did an amazing job. She was, uh, being the general, she was just you know, building her up and she knew what she was capable of. I mean, Diana, that is. And um, yeah, that she always and, believed and it, in her, right? Exactly. And it's just, you see that main character die like that. It was just like, oh my gosh, now what? <laughs> you know, yeah. how is she going to find out about, you know, who she really is? How, how are they going to do that in the movie? And that's what I was always uh, waiting for. Like, how are they going to do this? But, uh, you know, I was ple- pleasantly surprised, of course, and how it, the outcome came, but uh, it was that buildup. And then you see this character that you start to love in the movie just die. And it's like, oh no, now what? Yeah, yeah. And I love that she got a hero's death. You know, even though like they're, they're breaking so many conventions and, and thank goodness for Patty Jenkins and her writing team. But the, the idea that Antiope, the general, Robin Wright gets to die on the battlefield and like it, that she's going down with a fight and it's, and it's, it's tender, but it's, freaking badass at the, at the base of it and that even though um like that we have all of these females they're not just mother fig- figures they're not just sisters they're not going to be pushovers and that robin wright another reason again that that i cried when she died was like god i want more of you i want a spin-off movie or something because i feel like they really tapped into something there and and I know that Wonder Woman is going to carry on that through line and carry on that essence of like badassery and, and, and female energy. Um, but I got to say, Robin Wright kind of stole the show for me, if you hadn't guessed. <laughs> <laughs> She's an amazing character for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And now I want to bring it back. We're talking about how awesome Wonder Woman, uh, that uh, the new one uh, that that came out. Um, when was it? I'm just um, I'm double last checking. summer, wasn't it? Last summer, 2017. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that it's it's been uh, it's it's been talked about that Gal Gadot herself was a controversial cast for some people. Were you always in camp Gal Gadot, or were you voting on somebody else to pick up the tiara? Um, I think when they were in talks and looking for the right character, I think, or right actress to portray her, mm-hmm. I, I mean, everyone's got their own opinion, but I know that I would, I envisioned her as being, you know, the strong Amazon, uh, really tough looking, uh, mm-hmm. but also beautiful, of course, too. But, uh, I think the first actress that I thought about was Gina Carino. Me too! I, and only because she's a, she used to be a boxer. I don't know if she's boxing now, but, um. She's that tough, you know, she's beautiful, but she's tough and she's strong. And to me, that's how I envisioned Wonder Woman to be. But I mean, when they brought on Gal Gadot, I thought, you know, she is beautiful. She's, you know, did modeling and, but she was also in the military and uh, she looks strong. You know, she, you know, Amazon's come in all shapes and sizes. So I, I kept an open mind and I just figured, you know what? I'm not judging her by her looks. I'm going to see what I'm going to wait and see the movie and see what she's going to bring to the table. And I thought she was phenomenal. I mean, she was amazing. Yeah. And, um, 
I wasn't never against her. I was just, uh, I was surprised. Yeah. And it was nice to have somebody different for a change, you know, um, to betray her. So, but um, also like, I'm, I'm all for it. <laughs> I, I love that you're such a, an open hearted, open armed nerd. That's amazing. That's all that we should be. We should not be, never be precious. We should never bro flake out on anything. Um, so I appreciate that because I totally had my backup and I wanted somebody that was a little bit more hulky. I wanted it to break the mold of the, of the, uh, you know, the, the, the smaller, thinner type woman. Um, but I think, I think we'll get there because I mean, Gina Carano was also in Deadpool and she totally owned, uh, angel dust and, and was a badass there. So, I mean, you know, to each their own, everything happened, things are moving forward. And I loved everything about Themyscira. And like you said, that um, these Amazons come in all shapes and sizes and colors. And I freaking love that. I appreciated the hell out of that. Um, but also, like you said, that you were a big fan of Linda Carter. I was. I mean, you, you know, you're when you're a little girl and you're watching TV and you see this superhero and she's a female and she can spin and, you know, <laughs> change into normal, regular, you know, a regular secretary. And then she's got these superpowers and it's like she can you know, run so fast and she's got that lasso of truth and, you know, catching these robbers and thieves and you see her strength as well. But now I look back and I think, wow, compared to Gal Gadot, what a difference. It's such a, I mean, they, it's the same Wonder Woman character, but it almost seems like the TV series was more fun back then. (laughs) Now it's like real, um, you know, real serious. This is a real Amazon. I mean, not to say that Linda Carter wasn't because I adored her and she was always my Wonder Woman, mm. but it's just amazing how they, you know, brought this character even more to life and, and who she really is as an Amazon, because a lot of people, especially, you know, men <laughs> seem to think that Wonder Woman's not this, you know, strong character, you know, Superman's always better or you know anyone like that but i mean she is she's pretty strong and uh she's very powerful as well so you know it's funny because um linda carter is is basically my wonder woman when i was growing up um i i I was like i would turn tune into that like anytime it was on and you know what i didn't care that in the first season it was world war ii and in the second season it was modern day i didn't care about that change i just cared about uh, the spinning, she was a badass even then. I mean, I mean, she, uh, right, like, you know, she's running in those heels. And you know what? Yeah. You got to you gotta give that to her. Um, and that was, like, a big thing for me. With the, I mean, I think because of the era that the TV series was, was, was created in, it has a bit of the, the 1970s formula. But also, um, I think that maybe the the there was a man to rescue her or to help out in the rescue far too often but that is one of the things that i did enjoy in uh last summer's movie was the fact that um steve trevor who by the way if you recall was in both world war ii and the modern era there's no explanation in in that (laughs) original tv series about how they time traveled so we just have to ignore it um but in in the movie that that she didn't need to be rescued. There was no moment at the end where the man had to come in and save her, which again is something that, that we often see in, uh, in a lot of movie tropes where the there's, you know, the man, even if he's not the central character has to come in and help out. So it was really great to see that. Um, Amazon princess, do you remember what it was about? I mean, you watched, you were saying you watched Linda Carter. Do you, uh, I mean, 
ignoring the limitations of 70s television, um, can you remember the impression that, that you had of that? And also, was that the first your first encounter with Wonder Woman? Uh, yes, it was, actually. I started watching that because my, my parents used to watch it. And uh, primarily my dad. I think he had a big crush on Linda Carter yeah. <laughs> uh, back then. But and then again, who hasn't? She's uh, she's beautiful even to this day. Exactly. But, um, um, but yeah, I, I started watching it and I got really interested in it. And it was just one of those TV shows that you could sit down you know, with your parents and watch it and actually look at her and think, wow, she's amazing. Like, who is this character? And, you know, is she really a superhero? And I think, you know, growing up, you just kind of want to be her. And uh, she was kind of like my idol, you know, growing up. But uh, I never imagined I would be Wonder Woman today. But, um, yeah, um, I think the main thing that I really loved about her was her strength and how strong she was. And she was very smart, very intelligent. And I thought that was amazing. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, like how you touched on, you know, uh, she didn't need a man to rescue her. But, I mean, she really didn't. Even back then, mm. um, she can hold her own kind of thing, right? And uh, get out of anything that she got into. I mean, there was a lot of times where she got caught or she was, you know, they made, made it seem like she can't get out of something that she was tied up in. or But she always managed to get away, you know, and rescue people. So, um, yeah, I mean, I've always been a big fan of hers. Mm. And, Did you dress uh, up as her, like, as, like, on Halloweens, like, as a kid? Like, when did it start? When you know did what, you start dressing up as Wonder Woman? I never really did. I, I think I was always um, drawn to anything that was Wonder Woman related, mm. whether it be a coffee mug, um, you know, uh, socks, like anything with a Wonder Woman emblem. But I never really dressed as her. I always wanted to, but I never actually was fortunate enough to have the Halloween costume, I guess, as a kid. I wish I did. Or the underoos, for that matter. <laughs> mm, underoos. Yeah. Um, I never did have the pleasure of having those. I wish I did. So then, what, <laughs> but, what is your cosplay origin story? How did it begin? It was more of a goal for me. Um, I reached a certain age, and I just thought, I need to do something. Um, it was more of a motivational goal to get healthier. And... Um, I did some research. I just started in my mind. I just thought, Hey, it would be really cool to be wonder woman one day. If I could be somewhat close to that or even embody, you know, the way she looks or feel as strong as she does, then, Hey, I, I can do anything. And that was just my mindset. And I just started, you know, exercising and it got more serious as I kept researching online and looking at different cosplayers and costumes. And then I ran into, a Batman friend of mine, um, Brampton Batman, and saw what he was doing out there. And I thought, wow, what is this guy doing? <laughs> He's being Batman, I thought. And then I ran into him and we became friends. And he just, he kept saying, well, this Wonder Woman thing that you've got, why don't you do it? Hmm. And uh, I think that was the kicker. It was just, uh, hey, if I can do that, then I can do anything. But I didn't know what I was going to do with her. It was one of those things where, okay, if I can you know, put on a corset and the shorts and the boots and the lasso and the bracers and look the part, then there's my goal. I've reached it, but I never imagined how far it would take me. So it's, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Being her and and where it's taken me. So, um, 
yeah, I can't imagine being anyone else. I've tried to cosplay other people, but I can't do it. <laughs> well, what, I'm curious, what went into uh, creating that costume? Um, the costume was actually custom made for me, and it took about a year and a half of researching online, and and primarily because I'm I tend to be very picky about the look of what I wanted, and it was nice to um, find people that could actually make it um, and see the same vision I had. I always envisioned me, you know, being an Amazon princess, uh, not so much the Linda Carter look. I wanted the cape. I wanted the sword and the shield, but it had to look good up close as well as in pictures as well. I didn't want, you know, anything that looked like I could just go to the store and buy something. Um, So I I researched it. I uh, uh, found a couple in Pasadena, California that, um, you know, made costumes and um, I wanted real leather and real metal. So I found a blacksmith here in Ontario and uh, they created all the the armor and uh, attached it all to the corset and uh, put, put it all together when when it was all one piece and I put it on it was it was one of those things where you look in the mirror and you're like wow is that me <laughs> but it's um, so cool I'm really happy with it and uh, I've had it for you know like I said 2014 I've done modifications here and there but not very much a lot of people ask me are you going to upgrade it to look more like Gal Gadot's? and uh, I keep telling them nope it's my costume. It's, it's a custom. And, um, you know, I don't, I mean, I love her costume, but I I think it's just what makes me the Amazon princess that way. And uh, a lot of people know me by my costume as well, because it's slightly different. It's similar, but it's slightly different as well. So I like to be a little unique there. And you do have a lasso of truth. I do. That is cool. So you've got like all the accoutrements and stuff too. That's amazing. And I just want to know, um, are you, are you picking up any Wonder Woman titles these days? Like how deep does this geekdom go for you? Are you into the movie universe? Are you also into the comic book universe? A bit of both. I mean, I'm enjoying the movies. I can't wait till the second one comes out. And I really enjoy watching all the other superheroes like Justice League that just came out not too long ago and seeing Wonder Woman in that uh, movie as well was uh, nice to um, see again and um, I do read some comics as well and you know primarily it's all the Wonder Woman but um, you know books here and there graphic novels um, anything Wonder Woman really um, do you have like a specific stories. title that you that like you would recommend above others? Like I I jumped into uh, DC Rebirth. Um, I think it was last year that for Free Comic Book Day they were handing out the Wonder Woman, uh, the Wonder Woman title of, of of Rebirth, and and it's pretty stellar. I'm not gonna lie. Um, mm-hmm. And and they it it's, it it has her starting off with the mascara, and then in parallel they also have um, you have what's his face. Steve, everybody's named Steve. Why is every blonde? <laughs> why is every blonde dude in the army named Steve? Um, so they're they're sh- sharing her story, and then in parallel, you like flip the page, and then all of a sudden, you're with him, and they, they're kind of in parallel. That they're looking for something more. They're trying to serve their people in different ways, like her as an Amazon and him uh, in the army. Um, 
love the artwork. Like I'm trying to, I'm flipping through it just now. I, I picked it up off of my shelf. Um, but the one thing is, is that something that I actually felt was kind of missing from uh, the, the movie, the Gal Gadot rebirth of Wonder Woman, um, is that a lot of people are uh, harping on her sexuality. And I know that this might be a touchy subject because, as well it should be, um, that in, in the rebirth, they're very open about the fact that, uh, that, of course, she dates women. She lives on an island of ladies, and that if you were to, again, very Shakespearean, that like uh, Steve Trevor washes up on her island and she's like, you are a man. What does that mean? It's, you know, it's, it's very The Tempest um, and like the Miranda kind of uh, complex of like, what is a man? What makes a man? And I think that that's a really cool conversation that um, they kind of touch on. I need to watch the extended cuts with uh, Chris Pine because I know that Gal Gadot and Chris Pine improved a lot of their conversation on the boat. And I thought that that was really interesting that Patty Jenkins let that happen. And it's that banter between, um, oh, so there no, there's no men in your life? And she's like, yeah, well, what do you need a man for? And like, there's some humzingers in there that Gal Gadot really gets no, in. No, that's true. That was some good stuff. Right? And like, I think that we need to... Uh, I think that that needs to be alive and well, because I, I don't know, I feel like it's a disservice to where she comes from, you know, like the whole the mascara background, that of course, she's not going to be binary, because that's not how she lived most of her life. Um, so then I guess the question is, uh, are you uh, in the camp where she ends up with Batman? Are you in the camp where she ends up with Superman? Or about like this rebirth where like anything can happen. What do you guys, what do you guys think about that? I, I personally, I think, I think she can go either way. Really. Um, I'm not against whatever decision she chooses. I mean, again, being open-minded and all about equality. I mean, I think, you know, given the fact that she's from an Island where she, they're all, they're all women. Um, and there's no men on this island. But I mean, whether Batman, Superman, or whoever she encounters, I mean, there could be a love interest. I mean, we did see that on the big screen with Steve Trevor, and she's, you know, they seem to be the only love for each other. And, but um, this new rebirth, I, anything's possible, really. Phil, thoughts? I don't know. I think, I think I would, uh, I would be interested in seeing, uh, a non-binary interest in, in Wonder Woman. Um, I mean, obviously, as you're saying, Adriana, the, her coming from an island of women, and she does allude to what do you need a man for in their, in their banter. Mm. Um, but also, I mean, she probably, I mean, thinking about that, you know, she's, she's been with women and, you know, she'd probably like to explore men too. So, I mean, I'd like to see, I like, I personally think that, um, uh, relegating her to uh, a single binary is, is, would would not really be true to that character who's about love and all of that stuff. I think she'd be up for uh, exploring all of it. And like how Linda Carter was a Wonder Woman of her time, hopefully Gal Gadot can be a Wonder Woman of our time where being non-binary is, is much more acceptable. And actually, I would be kind of jazzed to see that narrative play out on the big screen. Mm. Like it just it just... I don't know. Again, if Wonder Woman, again, is about truth 
and and peace and love and and showing that you know the the feminine energy can drive those things then yeah man I, I totally get that Steve Trevor has been um a life like like again since inception um you know in the silver age and whatnot Steve Trevor has been there and it's been something that they I feel like perhaps the DC machine feels like they need to harken back to much like how in the Spider-Man universes, we need to talk about Gwen Stacy and we need to talk about Mary Jane. Mm -hmm. So too, in Wonder Woman, we need to talk about Steve Trevor, but we've already said spoilers. He's gone. Mm -hmm. Right. So that opens us up. And I just, I really, really hope that if they're writing the comic books, um, with her in rebirth as being open and non-binary, that perhaps that might translate over to Hollywood. It's it is my hope. That's what I'm saying. It's my hope. Well, I mean, Hollywood hasn't been doing a really good uh, job with um, uh, portraying uh, uh, women in superhero movies as being anything other than binary. There's famously was uh, a bit cut from Thor Ragnarok where uh, a Valkyrie, a woman, was exiting Valkyrie's room, and it was a uh, a very obvious, ooh, she's uh, she's into chicks sort of thing, which they kind of excised uh, from that as being too overt. And apparently, there was talk about um, some flirtiness and uh, in in uh, in Black Panther between some of the some of the warrior women. Um, and while I would I would love to see that in some of the movies, I do feel like Hollywood's a little chicken uh, on that front and not willing to go there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I tend to agree. Um, because there's also, um, there's again in black Panther, um, I believe it was Roxanne Gay that, uh, actually wrote that storyline about, um, again, the military men, the, uh, the women that, uh, of Wakanda, mm-hmm. uh, I, again, Oh, I need to run over to my bookshelf. Um, that in this, in this one line where, uh, Roxanne Gay is writing, partially like that she's one of the writers in the, in the book um, that they are escaping um, uh, servitude and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're helping the, the, the people of Wakanda that are suppressed uh, and oppressed and that they are lovers and that she, she saved her lover from uh, this encampment. And apparently that didn't make it into the cut of black Panther. Again, no spoilers for, for BP. I have yet to see it. Um, but that, yeah, I think you're right. I think Hollywood is, inching towards but i feel like we're screaming for it i feel like we're ready for it i think we're i think well i think that we're that there's a segment that's ready for it i think that they are afraid of the segment that's not and yeah. they're afraid of that very vocal uh boycotty um uh segment especially in a movie that they consider to be like a tentpole or blockbuster i think they're afraid to uh uh to 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 have outright bisexual or gay on the screen, unless it's some kind of niche character or moment. Interesting. I mean, even just to say that like Ghostbusters is two years old and people are still bemoaning the fact that, that there were women Ghostbusters. So are I don't you, know, maybe I am, maybe I'm are, a little too progressive here are the, <laughs> that I want. I mean, wait, are the, kissing another chick. Are the bro flakes still on that shit? I mean, like, they're change, always about it. Change your diaper. Come on. Really? Honestly, I love that. Movie. I thought it was great. I Ray know. Talking about other Wonder Woman here, like they throw on a proton pack, man. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, like fuck. But this is what this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. So okay, so maybe I'm a little bit anxious um, that I kind of want it all right now. <laughs> but what we've got is a pretty stellar, like 
as as uh, as our Amazon princess Diana was saying, somebody that's that's really strong and devoted to the to not just looking like the character, but the integrity of the character. Because isn't Gal Gadot like also like a, a fantastic ambassador? Like, wasn't she on here? I'm looking her up. I'm looking her up. She was. Wasn't uh, she? She and, was supposed to be, but I think they reneged. Well, they took it back, and uh, there was a petition what? going. Yeah. She was Miss Israel. Okay. And she had military service. Oh my God, the Israel uh, Defense Forces, man. So she's like legit badass. Um, other work. Here I'm looking at, yeah, yeah. United Nations in 2016 um, as an honorary ambassador of the empowerment of women and girls. Like, holy crap. She's like actually living out some Wonder Womanness in the real world. That's freaking amazing. And like, how important is that? Just like how we have uh, our very own uh, Amazon Princess Diana here with us today, that like, like feet on the ground doing work in communities of bringing that compassion, bringing that character integrity out to people and kids. Like, it's it's just I'm I'm mind blown, guys. I'm just rambling about how mind blown. I am. <laughs> I was actually I, could- I was actually just thinking about how um you know with with the uh the 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 comic core of Canada when you're going to hospitals when you're seeing kids and the kids see you guys in your costumes and you're delivering comic books that must be a pretty amazing thing to see and to experience It is it's absolutely amazing. Uh the only way to describe it is I use a hashtag on all my posts that I make whenever I do a comic core visit. And it's, it's one of those hashtags where you're kind of lost for words, but your heart is just full of all this love. <laughs> it's called happy heart. <laughs> so a hashtag happy heart. So if you see that, it's one of those moments where you see the kids, you know, it's just the, when they see their favorite superhero walk into the hospital and it, it could be anybody. It could be myself. It could be a Superman. It could be an Iron Man, Batman. And it was just, their eyes just light right up. And then you know, we give them the high fives and then we talk to them at their level and it's just amazing to see. And, and you just feel like, wow, they're looking at us like we're, you know, we're this big superhero and it makes you feel so good just to be able to help them, especially, you know, kids that are sick in the hospital. Nobody likes to be in a hospital and, um, you know, just taking the time, like we're there for maybe five minutes tops in their room and then you know, seeing them smile, you know that you've made a difference somehow, right? And it's just that little bit that just makes you feel so good. It is so awesome. How do we find out more about this fantastic group of superheroes? Where do we find you on the internet? Uh, we're actually on Facebook under Comic Corps of Canada. Um, we don't have a Twitter page, but um, we do have a website, which is www.comicore.ca. And if you go to my uh, Facebook page, we're, we are actually all linked to one another. So if you go to one of our pages, um, we don't tag ourselves on the Comic Core page, but you can find any of the superheroes through either my page or uh, the Batman or Iron Man. And we post a lot of pictures from our visits as well. And I've also been watching you on the Instagram. Mm-hmm. How do we find you on Instagram and all your sweet, sweet, geeky, wonderful outfits? <laughs> um, BT Dubs, 
I love that Wonder Woman, the classic Wonder Woman sweater. Like, of course, our Wonder Woman who lives in Canada has a Wonder Woman sweater. Anyway, anyway, I digress. Where can we find you on Instagram? Um, I'm listed as Amazon Princess W. And it'll come up as Wonder Woman. Awesome. And yeah, um, love your outfits. Pretty great. And then, yeah, watching all of those fantastic uh these superhero journeys that you go on we actually get to to be a part of that through your instagram so thank oh, you for that welcome awesome well i guess uh that's i guess that we've covered about everything is there anything you want to say before we go uh thanks for your time <laughs> thanks for having me on your show and um thank you it's been a pleasure it's been an honor um and uh it's great to talk about wonder woman 